So we didn't sing it in this week, it didn't feel quite right without Trading Bear here, and for those of you who maybe didn't listen to the actual podcast to see the reason, uh, he's not feeling the best at the minute, he's okay, but he's going to be out for the next month or so, so our thoughts with Trading Bear, we're hoping he comes back with a bang, but in the meantime, we have another animal, it's uh, Findex Frog, how are you? I'm good mate, I'm good, how are you? I'm great. Look, thanks very much for stepping in. So for the next few weeks, maybe any week you're available until Trading Bear's back, we'll uh, we'll do the risers, fallers, and then it'll be a frog's find instead of a prospect player. <laughs> um, I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to it. There's a good reaction on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I was very, very happy with that. So yeah, no, it's uh, obviously unfortunate regarding um, Trading Bear, but you know, I'm happy to step in as a as a as a substitute for for the meantime but i hope he's feeling better soon and um yeah well let's 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 have a good time <laughs> that's it everyone should go and buy trading bear on the dip you know for the injury comeback that's a joke he made about me with my acl so i'm just getting them back <laughs> let me see we'll jump straight in uh the biggest risers of the week the biggest riser isn't much of a surprise to some i'd say benjamin pavard is up 75 pence which is 58 percent to 204 what do you make of him well, as you say, it's 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 not so much of a surprise. Um, obviously, he's a fantastic player. He's in great form, and you know, he's. I totally get why he's received the rise he has. You know, PB average of like just under one forty. You know, he's hit a two nine one and a two four four in his last five games. You know, he's playing right back for Bayern, and yeah, um, he, I totally understand why 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 he's gotten the rise he has there's also the whole Kimmich gate thing hanging like a dark cloud over traders you know you know like mm. i really don't i don't want to get into positional changes i'm sure um we can when we we can get into that later but you know i have very strong views on that but um you know he's obviously the main beneficiary if Kimmich was to be switched by Opta to to a midfielder. So yeah, he's young, he's posting quality scores, he's a French international. Yeah, it's a lot of positives. So, you know, he's definitely uh, a, a worthy riser. Good stuff. And you may or may not know me and Tradenberg give people a rate out of five stars. We call it flakes because we have a really dodgy ice cream man joking on because the first time we recorded an ice cream <laughs> man kept interrupting. Anyway, between one and five flakes, what would you give him for a buy? Um, I'll say as cheesy as the flakes are, I'm willing to participate. So <laughs> it's just, just one of those they things where I feel great. They do make me laugh every time I hear them. But yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it's it's a tough one, like because you know he's buying now. You know he's he's all he's, right now. He's the seventh highest price defender on the index. Jeez, you know. So like yeah. So when you put it into when you look at it from that perspective, it. it it, it it's hard to see like what would justify him to go even further unless you get like a he posts a few monsters in quick succession etc or opta comes in etc but obviously you know if you're expecting prices to continue to rise and you want a pb threat in your port then yeah 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 he's definitely one to have so yeah i'd have to go i'd have to sit on the fence i'd have to go 3 out of 5 because three out of five. you know like i can see uh, I can see arguments both ways, basically. Perfect. That's exactly what a three flaker is. It's kind of sitting on the fence, not committing either way. Uh, Deli Alley's up 79p, which is 38% to 285, obviously in the wake of Poch leaving. 
Yeah, well, that's uh, it's Jose Mourinho, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the that's the Mourinho, it's the, the Mourinho effect, and you know, you know, it's, it's as soon as he arrived, you know, you seen the the, the Kane, Ali, even like Eric Dyer and guys like that having huge rises, and you know, yeah, it's just the Mourinho, the Mourinho factor, you know, like so he's you know Ali's had a shocking what 12, 18 months, maybe even two years, but yeah. But in his previous price was probably a fair reflection of that situation. But you know, enter Mourinho, add a Ali for like an old Ali esque type performance, a couple of MB wins, and yeah, there that that's why we we have that sort of rise, you know. So yeah, you know, I, it's just a combination of factors. But yeah, Mourinho being the the key one here. Yeah, and he like he has sort of got a a return or a goal involvement, I suppose, an assist or a goal. And I think his last three games, um, I might be wrong there, but I remember seeing him get like an assist and a goal in each of his last games for the Premier League or something like that. And he did something in the Champions League as well, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah. So you can you can say that he's had a of turnaround in his form. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely he's definitely you know he, he did look to have a bit of a spring in his step again, you know. And obviously, you know, he played well that first Mourinho game. He made that really really cool little like flick on t- for the for one of the goals when he was lying on the touchline and yeah you know he's you know even even in his interviews he seems to have a you know a bit more of a spring in his step so yeah no like um you know I'd love to see the old Deli Ali back you know like he, he you know he's just kind of one of the he, he, he's hard to it's hard to like say exactly what he is but he's basically just he's one of those kind of goal scoring midfielders arriving late you know and you know, if, if he's not scoring goals and he's not he's not assisting goals, then what's he really doing? So yeah, he needs to he needs to get back in the back in the G and A hunt definitely. So yeah, yeah, he really burst onto the scene. Then he kind of just disappeared. What would you give him in flakes? Well, oh, like um, that's, that's tough again because like before, for, in my opinion, you know, I'm very very PB oriented. Um, you know, like so. So, you know, before buying someone like Deli Ali now, I'd have to be convinced of his PB game, and you know, he's not posted anything remotely, you know, good in 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 that regard, really. You know, so I'd probably have to watch it a bit longer. Um, you know, obviously, there's always the MB chance. You know, like with obviously Mourinho there. You know, with Mourinho in charge, you know, the media will talk more about him and subsequently all the players or a few of the players at least and Ali would be one of them so yeah but that's you know for for me for me I'd say Ali at that price is a two out of five a two out of five yeah it's one of those ones I think the price he's at now if he doesn't do them for a week or two you could see him easily dropping 20 page you know or even more just that's general slope off but if he goes at the weekend and scores two goals he'd be over three quid it's just one of them ones where well, that's it. Well, that's it. Like you know, like you get these rises sometimes that you know. See, I, I'm like I'm very much you know then you know looking at the numbers and trying to like you know see what they've done already and then like try to predict what's going to happen in the future, what what could change to improve it, the situation, etc. Um, and you know, there's no there's no doubt Ali could score a lot of goals and like maybe post some really nice numbers, but like the competition for that PB is just in midfield is just oh, it's, it's brutal. It really yeah. is like like you know with some some of the boys, big boys, your Tony Cruises posting insane numbers, and yeah, you know, but like, um, things could change. And the thing is, the rises don't always necessarily need to be justified. You know, like a guy yeah, scores yeah. a goal at the weekend, he might just go up to about twenty, thirty p anyway. So, 
you know it's it's a hard one but just for me personally no it would be a two out of five at current price and based on what he's doing right now good stuff the next biggest riser is Mateo Kovacic he's up 41 pence to 151 which is 37 percent well (laughs) I, I I feel for you know maybe you know I I I created this little this big vendetta against Maurizio Sarri last year. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, uh, you know the whole Sarri ball, what I call it Sarri myth. You know, it's just it, it it drove me it drove me drove me mad at times. And he was like he was kind of like this. He was kind of the. The example of everything I hated in Sarri, <laughs> like, you know, you know, I didn't know what he was really doing. I can obviously see he's a tidy, te- you know, very, you know, get technically gifted footballer, but I just, you know, defensively, offensively, I, like he was kind of caught in the middle, and I just didn't really see what he brought. But what I'd say now is like, you know, like a lot of players under Frank Lampard, you know, he, he's definitely shown huge improvement in terms of you know like 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 Chelsea have in general well obviously they did quite well last year but it's just different it's 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 a different way of playing and um yeah no he has looked better so I do understand the the, the rise in him he obviously you know he, he's hit a, he's hit a 2-4-4 he's won PB this year so yeah like I I do understand why the rise is but yeah would you buy him now though I'm hence hence the butt <laughs> um, for me i was i was gonna let you come in with a question there but yeah but you know like he's definitely improved and like in a in a in a chelsea team that's doing well and scoring goals and yeah but i still i'm not convinced that he is a, you know he scored the other day but you know like is that not his first goal in like two years or something 18 months or at least and you know i just think Without that goal threat, um, obviously Chelsea have a lot of possession. But nah, for me, unless he turns into an actual, you know, attacking threat, then I struggle to see how he's going to hit those peak scores. That's going to challenge in that stacked midfield PB, you know, bracket. Yeah, it's a hard one, like because I think the thing is, whenever I'm asking you or trading bear, it's like, would you buy him? The risers are generally after a huge rise. So even though they're the risers, you're less likely to buy them. I'd say you're more likely to buy the biggest falls. <laughs> you know, that- So it's not necessarily a slight against the player saying you won't buy them. It's saying, look, he's off a 50% rise, a 40% rise. I'm not buying them now. I'm going to let him drop 20% and think about it then. You know, um, But what would you give him in terms of flakes? Well, that's it. That's exactly that's exactly exactly it, John. You know, it's um, it is you know the whole thing about buying on the dips and you know that sort you know you know smart trading and etc. Um, you know, it's not to say that the, you know these players and you know like obviously Kovacic could hit some more good scores. Pavard, Pavard is obviously playing fantastically well right now, and um, obviously Deli Ali, we don't know, but like Kovacic, for me, I'd have to go two again based on the fact that I don't think he's got that offensive firepower to hit the peak scores regularly for that price you know i just yeah you know but that said you know you know i could be proven wrong but that's just my feeling at present yeah very good well we move on to the biggest fallers yeah so the biggest faller of the week is paco alcacer alcacer whatever you want to call him paco alcacer is what i'm going with he's 150 now 17 pence down which is 10 percent 
Yeah. Uh, well, Paco's Paco, Paco's a funny one, you know. Well, he, he, he he's kind of in that whole kind of out and out goal scorer. Um, not so much involved in play, and you know, for that reason, they generally need like two, three goals to challenge for PB. You know, he's a great finisher, but he's also in and out the team. Um, he hasn't got that strong PB game. There's a lack of ninety minutes with him. Um, I think the drop was connected to the fact he went off injured before half time, but I think that's since been just said to be a cut knee and nothing more serious than that. So yeah, like um, I can understand the drop in terms of the injury fear, but um, yeah, I for he's also got a lot of issues regarding game time and you know. Um, matrix contribution, etc. Would you get into him at one fifty? How many flakes? <sighs> um, I'm being pretty brutal today, aren't I? <laughs> no, like if, if it's that kind of day, it's that kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, sorry for anyone that holds these guys. No, no, no. It's it's just my opinion. You know, there's obviously you know people. You know, there's many different interpretations of of players and stuff and you know like for me Paco I don't see him getting enough game time to make me want to buy him um he's definitely a he's definitely a goal scorer he's a great finisher so for me now it's two out of five but if you if he was going to play every week center forward then well then you know and he was going to rack up the goals like he can and he's capable of then yeah then that could change quickly but right now two out of five two out of five the next biggest faller is Giovanni Lo Celso Kind of going against the trend there of Spurs players flying. Um, he's down to one eighty, which is nineteen pence, nine and a half percent. Yeah, uh, Lo Celso. I was a big fan last year. You know, um, I, you know, and I was quite excited with his move to the Prem. Um, you know, he he had that big rise when he was coming back from injury, like a month, six weeks ago, and you know, and then obviously since then, Poch has gone and Mourinho's come in, and I think part of the problem with the, the, in the in the last seven days is obviously he's been on the bench for the last couple of games under Mourinho, and Mourinho's not even put him on the pitch. So I think traders have obviously gotten a bit worried regarding well, if Mourinho's not even given him like you know even half an hour in one game, etc. You know, then you know maybe maybe he's not a fan of him, but it's far too early to say. You know, like so you know obviously the jury is still out on La Celso in general in England because you know he's obviously a talented player, but it's one of them like will he adapt or not? You know, so still a lot of questions regarding La Celso in the Premier League. At one eighty, does he tempt you at all? Mm, I'd need to see more. I'd need to yeah, probably no. I, I for for me one eighty, there's better options out there. Um, you know, like so, don't, don't don't like I said, I'm a, I'm a I was a big fan last year, and you know I think he's definitely an extremely talented footballer. But there's just too many questions at the moment for me. You know, like if you know if he get you know if he gets that game time and Mourinho becomes a fan of his and you know Spurs are playing well, then well, that could change very very quickly. You know, like but currently not for me. Not for you. Is he a one or a two flaker then? Oh, is it no? No, he's definitely not a one. You know, like you know, like um, he's you know he's a, he's a, he's you know, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm a I'm doing a lot. I'm got a lot of twos here, don't I? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, he's he's. Is 
for yeah, he's definitely a two. But like like I said, you know if you know if he gets that if he gets that opportunity, it could change quickly. But right now, it's it's just a two. For me, the most surprising of the fallers uh, in R three and the third biggest faller is Marcel Sabitzer. He's down to two fifty eight, which is twenty seven pence, also nine and a half percent. Have you any thoughts on him? Oh yeah, well. It's it's sort of surprising, and then and then and then in other ways it's not at all. Like you know, you know, Leipzig are obviously a, a quality team with, that's stacked with talent. You know, and Nagelsmann's gone in there and he's he's got them playing his exciting brand of football. And you know, and Sabitzer had a, a, a great start to the year, and that was reflected by the the huge rise he had. You know, however, lately, you know, while he's still posting decent scores in like 150 to 200 range he's not had any of those monsters for several games now yeah maybe so i think people people might be like uh, getting a little bit impatient or you know banking profit regarding you know what is you know i was i had a look at sabitzer earlier and like over 300 percent, he's gone up since the start of the season 300 percent. yeah yeah since the start of the season that's insane yeah, so like, there's always you know there's there's always going to be some profit taken or like people taking some money out to move into other options that might see more like capital appreciation in the short term. You know, like you know you know he's obviously still a class player. He had a, he had a, he had a few other things like like obviously there's been a bit of love for like Christopher and Kunku lately. He's been like on set pieces, some set with corners and stuff like that. And I just think I think a lot of times players take turns for to get their rises, you know, and Sabitzer obviously flew out the gate start of the season. And, you know, he's kind of, he's still posting decent scores. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if I had, if I, if if I'm someone, if I'm a trader listening to this and I've got Sabitzer in in my portfolio, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried. Like, you know, Sabitzer's still, you know, definitely a a valuable hold in, in a portfolio, but, you know, he's just had a, maybe not had a little bit, I say quiet, but I say that tentatively, you know, he's just, you know, Leipzig, Leipzig, any Leipzig players that's getting regular minutes right now, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunities for them to post good scores. Yeah, he's like in the next six, the next twenty two days, he's got six fixtures, and on index gain sort of guide, five of them are like green. Do you know, like they're good, easy enough fixtures. Yeah. The only one that's all, they're all tough is playing against Leon. But the only issue as well I might see with Sabitzer is people worrying about that winter break. Yeah, I think my, I personally like. I know, I know, I know the the market can be very short term in in t- at times. You know, I, you know, like, and I know that creates opportunity. But it, for me, I, I try to think of a more longer term point of view with mo- with the players that I that I hold. And you know, the winter break, yeah, there might there obviously there's only going to be the prem, and you know, you know, the Bundesliga is a long one, and yeah, it's I I do I do get why, but for me. You know, a good hold's a good hold, and you know what's a month in the grand scheme of things. You know, like that's the, you know, you know what's a few weeks in the grand scheme of things. So yeah, but as you say, the next month he's he's got some cracking fixtures, and I'd I'd fully expect him to be challenging for BB in at least a, a get one or two or three of those games, definitely. Yeah, very good. Would you two, three, four flakes? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go. Go three, but close to a four. Um, but I have to go three based on the fact that um, I, I reckon I could probably find 
uh, well, I, I know I could find other players that pro- have better capital appreciation possibilities, like or potential. Sorry, in in the at, at present, but in terms of why he's nearly a four, well, you know, he's a, you know, he's he, he, the whole the thing is about with the with the PB and the matrix and all that. It's about being it's about being explosive, and Subitzer's. Is as, as explosive as you can get, really. You know, like he has, he can post some massive numbers. So, like, yeah, you know, so he's very nearly a four. Like, if I was holding subits from a four, I wouldn't be worried. You know, like, you know, if, I, if I'm a trader listening, I wouldn't be worried. Very good. And I suppose that that wraps up the risers and fallers section. It's time for our first ever frogs find. You've done <laughs> these a lot on your Twitter, but I don't know if you've ever done one on a podcast. I've never done one on a podcast, and I do find it quite funny that, you know, I've done. You know, obviously, well, I've posted fifty now. Um, the first ones were very, you know, I was just it was very basic in the sense that you know I, 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 I obviously didn't expect it to you know go the way it has, and then obviously I, you know, I enjoy writing the the players up and stuff. That might seem a bit odd considering the last five I've not actually posted a write up about, <laughs> but but that that was purely. That was it. Was two. It was initially I was away, and then since then I've been. I have been trying to work with my own website, and it's taken a bit longer. So I I had over overly ambitious plans to launch a website that hasn't quite materialized as yet. So I will be posting the write ups to those players, and obviously I'll post a write up to this guy that I'm going to talk about today as well. Okay, well, don't leave us any longer. We're on the edge of our seats here. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously, when Trin Bear does his ones, he, like, he obviously does, you know, talks about players that can, a lot of the players he uses long term as well. He obviously, I think he does for quite looking at the upcoming next few weeks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I generally, yeah, I generally take kind of, one of the guys I do, I generally take a longer view. You know, obviously, there, there can be short and long term benefits to players, um, you know, but, you know, with a lot of the players I do, I'm 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 looking for I'm looking for players that show me the potential to um, deliver um, capital appreciation and um, PB dividends over an extended period of time. And this the one frog so frogs line 51, 51 will be Rafinha of Wren. Rafinha of Wren. Yeah, Rafinha of Wren. He's 22-year-old Brazilian forward that joined Wren in the summer from Sporting Lisbon. And he's currently 98 pence on the index. I've, I've first seen Rafinha play as a 19, 20-year-old for Vitorio Gamares in Portugal. And, you know, the, the season before he got his big move to Lisbon, he scored 15 goals and six assists in 32 games. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. And that got him that big big move to Lisbon. And um, the thing is with Sporting Lisbon, they've been through the mill in recent years. You know, they've had umpteen problems, you know, whether it was the fans attacking the players that led to a lot of players quitting the club. Um, obviously, financially, they're massively, they've had massive issues having to sell. You know, obviously, they've got the they've got the big golden ticket and Bruno Fernandes sitting there whenever they want to cash that in. But um, generally, they've been struggling in a, like off the field quite a lot. So um, he, he moved, he only was only, he did kind of, I would say when he was at Portugal, or sorry, when he was in, Liz, when he was in Lisbon, you know, he had, he did okay, but um, there, he maybe, he wasn't as, a, he wasn't as prolific as he had been um, in his previous club, but where he was the main man. Um, so he's moved to Rennes. Um, and I think Rennes in Ligue 1, 
you know, with you know the defenses we know all about in league in league, <laughs> in league one, uh, I think it's a good place for him to like show his talent. Very good, and he's. I've actually what, seen him like he's popped up a few times getting goals in the last few weeks, has he? Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a few there's a few things here. Basically, um, as we know, like the matrix changes, you know, like so so with the way the matrix is, especially since the new season, you know, there's a lot of center forwards who can be, you know, he's he's primarily out on the wing, but you know whether it's that's in a like a, like in a four man midfield or he's out on the wing and like in a three man attack, you know, he usually plays out on the right. Um, the the problem with a lot of forwards is they're not involved in the game enough to, you know, keep that PB score ticking over. And, you know, like generally, generally means they have to score two, three game winning goals, whatever it may be, you know, to even compete for PB. Um, then you've got the likes of like, obviously, you know, the main ones are your Messi, your Neymar, you obviously deep at Memphis to you know, um, he's, 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 he's one where he, they, they kind of, they're constantly hitting that matrix because, of their their involvement in the game, and I I believe Rafinha's got that um got that in him as well. Like you know he's taking corners from the right, he's taking free kicks. The the goal you spoke about the other day, he actually took a penalty, which was fantastic. You know took took a penalty for Ren, which you know they're not short of uh, penalty takers, and you know, him stepping up to take that 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 was that was that was hugely encouraging for me as well. You know so Ren or Ren have been pretty inconsistent. You know they've got some they've had some big results. They beat PSG earlier in the season, and you know but they've also had some shockers. But I think in time, and they've got a good young you know nucleus of a good young squad. Um, I think they'll get it together, and I think Rafinha is going to be key. I I, I I I think I really rate the lad and. Um, as I say, he's hit a one eighty seven. That's his max so far. Well, there's no game winning goal, but a goal in it. And he, you know, so that he's not hit those monster scores yet. But given the set piece duties, potential penalties, his crosses, he's averaging like three crosses a game, two point one key passes a game. You know, it's a couple of shots a game or one point six. It might be I can't remember. Um, but he's 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 basically he's got a. On on the on the on the surface or on a good rounded PB game that and you know I mean obviously the mid the the, the forward markets the forward PB scoring table um winners are usually usually a bit less than midfielders hence why the you know the obviously there's a, the midfield bracket as we spoke earlier is just stacked and you know I just think Rafinha could definitely be one to to watch um challenge for PB. And you know, as, as like I say, as in generally as a footballer, I think he's going to be, you know, going to be a really good player. So yeah, good stuff. Well, there's frogs find number fifty one. Is it that number fifty one? Yeah, Rafinha of Wren. <laughs> good stuff. I really like the the penalties. Uh, is a very interesting thing because we all know taking penalties is great. Um, obviously, it just means more goals, more chances of the game winning goal, more chances of winning PB. But um, no, he definitely sounds very promising. I'll have a good look into him. Um. But look, I think that that's all we've time for. Um, thanks very much for joining us. Have you anything else you'd like to say, or do you want to tell people where they can find you if they're listening? Yeah, no. Um, I'll I'll, I'll just edit that one. I think it was. I just looked in, looking up there, like with Rafinha, it's two point three shots a game, two point five key passes, three point three crosses. Just for to get my stats, get my numbers right. You know, since you know, I'm all about the numbers anyway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, basically, obviously, I'm Findex Frog. I'm on Twitter. Um, also obviously on in the Slack community for the index game, 
and yeah you know dm dms are always open um you know i i like i said earlier i i generally try to post quite extensive write-ups about the players and you know um i don't claim to know everything but i do put a lot of work into it and um you know you know some will agree some won't agree but that's the index you know like there's always a difference of opinion and you know that that's cool but you know like um yeah have a have have a, have a read of the stuff that i've done and um do your own research as well and yeah and um yeah um get in touch yeah that's it really <laughs> good stuff well look hopefully uh hopefully you're about next week and we can do it all again but sure i'll get on to you during the week about that if not have a wonderful week and thanks again no problem i'm currently on an oil rig in the middle of the north sea so um um the wi-fi isn't always the best but i think we've i think we're doing okay i think we've i think it's gone not bad so yeah next same time next week would be would be good good stuff good stuff well look mate i'll talk to you soon all right john take care mate all the best